You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Sativa Talk Podcast, where we have blunt conversations. We like to talk about cannabis, of course, whether you are a vet, you're a newbie, or you're just a little bit curious we got you covered. And we'll get into some lifestyle entrepreneurship as well. Um, today, I'll first let me bring in my guest before I celebrate the episode. So today's guest is very special to me. She is the president of CEIC, this Cannabis Equity and Inclusion Community. Uh, she is the, the director of the Vegas organization Local for All. She is a real estate guru. She is a great friend, mentor, person to talk to, person to have in your corner. None other than Miss Asia. Oh, that horn was broke. (laughs) Okay, let me do it the right way. (laughs) How are you doing today? Good. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you being here. We are actually celebrating uh, episode number 13. Yay. Um, Can I clap for you? Yes. 13 is a lucky number in the Asian culture. Like I know it's, excuse me, it's not a lucky number in the Asian culture. They always skip the 13th floor, but it's a lucky number. Interesting. Yeah, no, no, no. Seriously, it's like. They'd have a weird thing about 13. Like if you, never mind, I'm going off subject. No, it's actually very on subject. So the number 13 can represent death and rebirth. It's considered a sign of duality in your current circumstance. The number 13 may be your soul's way of urging you to think about your fortune as well as unfortunate side of whatever you are doing and going through at that time. It it could include self-determination as well and creative inspiration. So when's the last time you felt inspired creatively and what did you do? Ooh, good question. Um, Actually, the last time I felt inspired was recently um, in the community, like with this whole new position. I mean, that's the last time I felt inspired. Yeah, Yeah, with With Local for All. Local for All with Mm -hmm. the Community Redevelopment Project. Yeah, that's the first time I felt inspired. Like, I'm really excited about this. Yes. Um, It's almost like equal to like pretty much is equal to like CEIC and when we founded that and we really went hard four years ago in the paint like bringing advocacy freedom equity inclusion like it's that kind of inspiration like I feel real good right now yeah oh that's awesome so I was thinking like for a while I'm originally from Louisville Kentucky so for a long time I've been thinking like oh I want to have a derby party I want to have a derby party so this year gosh darn it I'm having a derby party okay we're gonna dress up put on our hats we're gonna have mint juleps i wish i could have a horse outside giving horseback rides if i can find one and get a permit from the city in in like three weeks oh three weeks yeah it's the first weekend in may so okay can we like talk about that you didn't tell me that this is like surprise for me right now yeah so you guys are getting my initial reaction here comes the (laughs) entrepreneur and the businesswoman out can we like talk about that later absolutely yes okay thank you i would love to okay thank you so i am uh i'm bringing that to vegas and i'm very excited about it i feel very inspired about it and uh, we're gonna do it the right way Absolutely, so. absolutely, because, um, yeah, please bring the Louisville to Vegas. Yeah. I've been a couple of, like, How you said months. it, Louisville. That's okay. I'm it's Louisville. I went through that when I first moved here, too, <laughs> and it was like, you know, the Nevada, like, it was a big deal. I had to mm-hmm. learn it, you know? 
So I think I'm all right. I think I say Nevada yeah. good now. <laughs> I know, right? Ugh. Yeah. They'll judge you either way. Anyway, <laughs> I do have to give a shout out to our sponsors, uh, the Business Entertainment West. They are in the business of providing entertainment on the West Coast. You can find them on Instagram at bizentwest underscore Vegas and tell them thank you for bringing NGT back to the airwaves. So um, today we're going to be we're going to be very responsible and get into some bills. I know that's a. Um, that's kind of like the big thing that's going on right now is is what kind of bills can we uh, support? How can we make sure that we are all included? And so that's why I have a professional here to keep me in line so we can do that. But I do want to give a quick mention. Finally, Kentucky, my hometown, it has become medically legal there. So we are finally on a step to the right way. Yeah. Good grief. I love that. I love that. I'm just saying it's some good stuff that grows in Kentucky. I'm with the bluegrass and whatnot. I'm just saying. Bluegrass? Yes, Ooh, we the bluegrass state. I'm trying to tell you. Yes, I don't know about no bluegrass. Yeah, but I do know about grass. I'm from New York. It's here. You don't people here don't know nothing about grass. Yeah. <laughs> I had some good grass growing <laughs> up, my damn stuff. But it wasn't blue, so now yeah. you got me like, ooh. Yeah, it's about? it's worth the look. Okay. All right, so let's go ahead and handle this. So we want to get into some bills. All right, so one of the bills that is uh, near and dear to me would be the top one. That's AB two fifty three. Ooh, that rhymed. <laughs> Yes. 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 Bars. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is the mobile um, cannabis bill. Yes, and the mobile so. cannabis vendor bill. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, some of you guys may hear mobile cannabis vendor bill, mobile cannabis concierge bill, but it is a mobile cannabis vendor bill. It is AB 253. And what that does is it gives you another license for cannabis. Um, right now, um, we have multiple categories of licensing. This brings you an entirely new license category. Um, it is being championed by Assemblyman C.H. Miller. Um, it is being powered by CEIC. So this is one of our bills. So we're excited about that. And it just introduces new licensing to the cannabis industry, which we're excited about. Now, it's a two-part as well, right? So it would be, you'd be a vendor license, and then the other license would be um, the the actual person who books the event. I think that's how I understand it. So the, uh, the vendor would be kind of like the purchaser of the mobile cannabis situation so you will be able to negotiate with different dispensaries and determine which flower that you want to uh, have inside of your actual event and then the actual person with the license is the one who's putting their name on the line or is that the same yeah it's all the same oh, okay it's just two parts but it's still just under the same license yeah you still be oh, considered a mobile okay. cannabis vendor so okay. it's one license category but it functions as you being mm. a vendor so how you how you curate that experience is independent to your business, business mm. model so that it could be the business model you just explained right there mm-hmm. it could be a mobile pop-up truck it could be you know different things that that you are just going to temporarily have this 21 and over event. Yes. Now, I do like that idea. I think that would be amazing. I think that's something I'm definitely going to go for. So for this bill, um, there's still restrictions. So you still have to be within a certain amount of feet away from casinos, right? So for here, um, being at like the Life is Beautiful downtown or maybe even the Raiders uh, Stadium, uh, wouldn't, would that still, that's still in the... 200 feet right it's a certain amount of feet that you have to be 
So I'm um, not really sure about all the distance parameters for, between the locations you mentioned, but I do know that when gaming is involved, they're always going to like have that zero tolerance type of energy mm -hmm. because of how cannabis is federally regulated. So those kind of questions I always kind of direct back to federal because gaming is like in that space where they're regulated by the SEC and all these different federally regulated governing bodies, right? Yeah. Um, which is why we're it's it's a privileged state, and the cannabis is almost establishing a equal governing body with the Cannabis Compliance Board and how we're being re regulated. Like, we're almost mm -hmm. mimicking that gambling, strict, privilege, license model. That's why we're having a social equity issue, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we're having an innovation issue. Um, but that's what this mobile cannabis vendor license seeks to address. It seeks to bring in um, more minority participation. It seeks to bring in more small business mm -hmm. participation. Um, and it is like a micro-business model. Cannabis is a multi-billion dollar business. So these licenses are not going to make you multimillionaires, but mm -hmm. it will allow you to have um, adjacent, equivalent, great events that are inclusive of the community, are inclusive of the tourists. We have too Absolutely. many people coming up in here that we can just not make a marketplace for them, right? Yeah. And, and the benefit to that is um, <clears throat> as far as like getting into it, the fees won't be as higher and then you won't have to worry about a brick and mortar. So you won't have to worry about finding a location and paying the rent on it. Um, I can definitely see it expanding. And, you know, when they do have festivals, they do have events, you know, people will seek you out. And so, um, ding, ding, ding. That's yeah. All, don't, for, for real. That's all the stuff that we were aiming That's why I want it. I like, I like my freedom. Don't lock me in. Yes. I like to wiggle around a little bit yes. and come back to wherever I need to be at so and cannabis um, has been like that if you think about you know our weed man he's always wiggled around you ain't lying he be there in 10 minutes 2 hours later baby where you at <laughs> I like that freedom <laughs> so yeah so that is bill 253 yes AB um, 253 yes AB 253 so uh, moving on to our next one is SB 402 okay so this one is the um, this is a mentor bill. So this is basically a, a special credit for businesses to mentor people. I think the cap is going to be two years. You'll be able to work in a particular industry at a cultivation, at a production company, something along those lines um, for two years. And it's a transferable credit. So um, I think that's pretty awesome. Yes, please. Now, my question is. Are, is this free or repaying these mentors because well shout out to the champions of this bill so Senator Pat Spearman mm -hmm. and Assemblyman C.H. Miller are the champions of this bill mm -hmm. um, and it looked like um, the co-sponsor was Dallas Harris mm -hmm. so shout out to um, you know our legislative officials because like this is a very much needed bill um, it it creates an incubator program or it's starting to create right mm -hmm. with the language it's starting to create in policy a requirement and some pathway to an incubator program yeah. that's approved where you know it would kind of hopefully dismiss some of the fear about um you know minority participation on the dispensary level on the mm -hmm. cultivation level on the production level which is where we don't have participation mm -hmm. we're creating yep. that social equity participation level on the consumption lounge model mm -hmm. but even the consumption lounge are not the manufacturing facilities so you're still you know mm -hmm. what i mean They're, yeah you're gonna make a lot of money eventually but that's with the growth of the market right that's a different type of mm -hmm. um you know, it's almost like retail, right? Yes. So. I mean, this this bill um, is near and dear to me because 
you know, I remember when I first got into the industry, yes, I did media about it, but I hadn't had the chance to have my physical hands on it. And I got a lot of backlash. It was like, oh, well, why does she get to get this? Because she doesn't know anything. She doesn't like, well, wait a second. I have to start somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So um, to have something that says like, hey, we accept this, like we encourage you guys to have mentees and um mentor these people and show them the way because this is such a new industry uh shout out to larry smith that was my mentor in the uh coming into the weed industry so i think that's amazing definitely want to support that yeah absolutely and you know and not to just double back on the um how important this is but it also um allows you to get mentorship for those larger higher paying roles too Mm -hmm. not just on a license ownership standpoint but even being able to not be a trimmer you might not want to be a trimmer like Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have like there's not always growth opportunities in all these companies some Mm -hmm. people just want you to be a trimmer it doesn't and that's the cap right that's Mm -hmm. the cap so in order to for you to um really get that like knowledge and stuff like that and it's a new industry so much education around it's gonna be very exciting Mm -hmm. so i think that that's a great bill and i'm so so excited i'm gonna support it testify should we talk about testifying and how important it is to leave public Sure. Public? Well, I want to do the bills, and okay. then at the end we'll say okay. how we can support okay. and what we need okay. to do to, to do you. to do. Thank you for no, keeping no me. I know. I already know. Because <laughs> you're coming with it. Pow, pow. <laughs> All right, so the next bill is AB 286. And this one is to allow people in jail to vote. Um, this one is advocating to put polls actually inside of the jail instead of a mail-in ballot. Um, and they want it inside of the county, the city, uh, detention centers, state facilities um, that they can register the vote and then cast that ballot. So that is AB 286. I know that there was a bill that passed that they could vote, but I believe that that was in a mail in capacity. So if you are there, then you'll be able to register. And, That'll be bomb. Like yeah. if that ends up happening, I'm just always trying to shout out who brought these bills on. Cause I don't remember this by, by heart, but that is very important for folks incarcerated to vote. That's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of power in that. So the sponsors of that is Assemblywoman Sandra. Oh no, I might botch her last name. Jury and Senator Melanie Schiebel. Shout out to them. Um, okay. I make sure, maybe we could do her last name, Jess. You think you pronounced that? The Sandra J. Sandra J. Okay. Assemblywoman Sandra J. <laughs> and Senator Melanie Schiebel. This is um, another dope bill to be able to get folks incarcerated to mm-hmm. vote. Absolutely. And then we have SB 371. Now, this is the afford- affordable housing uh, bill. Do you know who champions this one? Um, yeah, let's look it up. This okay, is why yeah. I can't wait to. I love you for that. <laughs> look that up. So this one is basically it wants to put a cap on the rent. Um, I am interested to see like exactly how we're going to do this. Is it like you can only be a certain percentage over your mortgage? Uh, because of course that's you know that has to be covered, or otherwise it wouldn't even make sense to rent. But because of what the pandemic and everything that kind of happened, people were raising rents, and you know, and Vegas is is definitely a growing city with the teams coming here, people moving here from California and trying to get away from it. They raising our rent. We're trying to just the people that's been here. We just trying to live, baby. We ain't okay. asked for none of this. So <laughs> you, that's a that's a huge point. Nobody asked for none of this. That's crazy. So the um the so Senate Growth and Infrastructure is who's presenting this bill, and that okay. is a group they comprise of Assemblywoman Dallas Harris, Assemblyman Chris Brooks, Assemblywoman Pat Spearman, Assemblyman Scott Salmon, and Assemblyman Keith Pickard. That is who is on this. And 
Yeah, Senate Growth and Infrastructure. That's pretty dope. Um, okay. All right. Let's see if it passed. I mean, I might, I, that's gonna, I don't know if you guys ever watch Nellis, but it might go up during this one because it might be a lot of testimonies. Things that are like mm-hmm. really trending and really popular. Absolutely. And they sometimes will have a lot of public comment and on both sides, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not gonna, Gonna I'm not going to target, oppose. but there's going to be people that oppose for sure. Absolutely. There's going to be people that oppose. Yeah. All and, right. Yeah. So the last and not least bill that I wanted to cover today was AB 240. Yes. AB 240. So that was the one with the plant caps. So I'm yeah. going to let you go ahead. and. Yeah. So AB 240 is important because it's kind of attacking our home grows. Um, so right now there are home grow laws in place that allow you to just be normal and grow plants mm-hmm. <laughs> but like you should be able to grow like whatever I mean it's we're six not six of them correct right now it's six of them yeah. but you know this bill wants you to it's reducing that to four so the primary sponsor on this just because we want to for sure oppose this and I'm going to do that too is Assemblyman Philip P.K. O'Neill. So that's not something we want. We definitely don't want them to reduce our plant counts. Um, like some people are growing special stuff for their medicine. Some people mm-hmm. are just learning at home. I mean, it's really nobody's business. And then it also, based off of, you know, shout out to my girl Shelby. Me and her uh, went for lunch recently and she kind of was sharing with me details about how it also allows city officials and government officials into your house to Say check what? on it. Yeah, like you're basically like, oh yeah, here's you know, this jer- the water people, they're checking. It's like, what? No, this is not even a business. This is like my person. I would not let you in my garden with that energy. <laughs> you don't have to record or report to anyone if you are growing the plant currently, correct? Mm-mm. So how, so see, now you're trying to get in my business. That doesn't even make sense. I understand there are regulations. You have to be within a certain feet from schools. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't grow um, plants that are being sold um, in uh 25 feet 25 feet from dispensaries that mm-hmm. that are near you okay all right fine which is very hard to do already they've already removed like you know 90 percent of the home grows within the city of vegas because there's 20 there's a dispensary every 25 mm-hmm. feet unless you're growing very strain specifics and you know about like phenol hunting and genetics and mm-hmm. seed acquisition and things like that so it's like come on yeah so i don't i don't understand the clause of wanting to go from six to four and then allowing people to come into your home and be like, oh, you got plants? Let me check them out. And t- Excuse me. You know, they always just trying to find reasons to keep enforcement. There's a pe- there's just people out there who enjoy enforcement. And I'm on the side that like like loose regulations. You know, there are very people. There are people out there who just don't like loose regulations. And I feel like it's a very fear based mm-hmm. like place to regulate from you know what i mean absolutely because yeah like a six plants is not even a lot of plants it's not it's not so uh that's ab 240 so we kind of went over a couple bills i want to explain and go over how you guys can support what you can do uh regardless if you can actually show up there you can send emails you can testify you can do those types of things so um if they wanted to testify what um and i know testify kind of makes you makes you clench a little bit but it's for a good cause this is to help you and i and i and you yes so nellis is actually our um so how you get to nellis if we could drop it below is you know ledge.state.nv.gov so it's ledge.state.nv.us excuse me sorry i said that go 
So that's pretty much how you can get to Nellis. So there's a little, just so you guys are aware, um, can, I don't know if people can see my screen. I'll do it on the screen. Oh, you'll don't do worry it on it. the screen? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you sign on to Nellis, and right in the top it says select a session. So when you sign on to Nellis, it probably will automatically prompt you to the 81st session. We're in 2023. This is the 82nd session. So go to 82nd session. Then when you go to 82nd session, you can search for bill by name. You guys just got the bill numbers for uh, from us. That's how you search the bill. So you put an A, B, you know, 253. And then you could read who is sponsoring it. You could read all the information about the bills, how we're, you know, presenting the bills. And then right now, that's how bills are also negotiated, right? Because people who oppose bills might oppose it for different reasons in that text. Mm-hmm. So then you negotiate it by, so that they don't kill your bill or oppose your bill by saying, hey, maybe we can move this, add this. There's a lot of things that happen up there in legislative sessions and lobbying and all the all the jazz, but that's another day, another time, and that's really where CEIC was birthed, um, to educate on civic engagement and policy and make sure our people were empowered by that right. Like, it's more than voting. There's a whole process after voting for, that includes testimony Defying and showing up that is going that supports voting okay. you, know, you know if you don't do okay. if you don't do one you got to kind of do both you know all right I mean? so if you wanted to send an email yep who do we send this email to so when you go there it also has on the, Nellis on uh, the same website on the same website it has their emails so then you would be able to send everybody an email um, that is sponsoring the bill, but you mm-hmm. also could just send all the legislators. All the legislators' emails are on there. So, for example, if it's being heard in the Judiciary Committee, I would go to the Judiciary Committee. I would look at all those names on the Judiciary Committee, and then all their emails are there, and mm-hmm. I just boop, copy, copy paste, and paste right in my thing and blast them. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, sorry. Oh No, it's all good. <laughs> Not so. sorry. <laughs> So uh, do uh, calls as well? Can we call or? okay? Mm -hmm. So the number that you need is also on the Nellis website. That is like the home front where you start. That's the home front period. And you could, it's always great to register. You could track, I think, I don't want to say, I want to say maybe 10, but it might be less than that. You could track a certain, a limited number of bills for free. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you want to track these bills, you also be able to see whether they die, whether they live, whether they're getting amended, like any updates. And if they change committees, because they go through a certain amount of committees. I forgot that number before they're actually passed. So right Mm -hmm. now we're in the Judiciary Committee. So we have to get a workshop and we have nine days to do that in order to go to the next committee, right? Mm -hmm. So because then that's where our voices come in because us making noise shows you know, priority and it shows importance and it shows urgency and passion and support from the community behind certain things. If we don't create that, then they're like, oh, they don't really care about it. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I mean, honestly, it's crazy that they don't consider lives like kids, jobs, like the rent has increased. Mm, Right. Right. (laughs) Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's like we, but you still have to take time out to advocate these things or they will quietly in these closed doors make policies that are, you know, ineffective for certain communities. Right. Absolutely. So that is why it's important uh, to have groups like uh, CEIC out there advocating. And it's also important to, for you to know that, yeah, I understand that you may be busy. You may have things going on, but there is a thing that you can do to help move these things forward. Um, it takes 10 minutes out of your time. Type up this email um, and send it off. Like, let us know how we can help you make this easier um, so that we can get some get some opportunity out there and, and get a voice for ourselves. Because ultimately, you know, the, the cannabis license bill, the vendor bill, you may not personally care about that but this housing bill where the rent is is we're advocating for it to be capped you may care about that mm-hmm. i mean you, you may own your home but your cousin sister auntie brother mama daddy is renting so mm-hmm. it's important for you to be informed on these things 
So before we switch completely off from bills and whatnot, is there anything else you need to touch on? Um, any bills we need to touch on or any ways to get involved, to get our voices heard? Yes. Okay. So the way that you need to get involved is that we need you to show up or write in letters of support for AB 253, which is the Mobile Cannabis Vendor License Bill. It's being championed by C.H. Miller, but it's in Judiciary Committee. So the chair is Assemblywoman Brittany Miller and the vice chair is Assemblywoman Elaine Marzola. And then, like I said, if you actually go there, the whole everybody at once, it's um, ASMJUD at ASM.state.nv.us. And that contact information, if you don't, that's the email. If you want to email in any supporting documents, public comment, things like that. If you want to call, it is 775 684 8566. And that's how you call in to these folks. And like, there is a bunch of folks on there. Like, that's my um, assemblyman right now, Assemblyman David, right? But I'm sending it all to everybody. I'm sending it mm-hmm. to those that know me and those that don't. Absolutely. So that, that way, um, everyone's on the same I need you to act like, just like you be clocking out on Spirit when they didn't give you that credit back. When they canceled your flight, they didn't give you that money, so you started emailing everybody. I need you to have yes. the same energy, okay? Thank you for that analogy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good analogy. <laughs> I'm all right. No, I know my people. I know y'all. Okay. Okay, so, um, all right, so I know the 30 minutes went by super fast. We didn't even get to even touch on the other things you have going on, but we had to make sure we'd be responsible and handle this, so I definitely have to ha- have you yeah. come back so we can, you know. Yeah, yeah. Flip no, side no, no, no. It. we want to flip side it. Plus, they're all their own. They deserve their own time. Yeah, so I would, it's never, a lot I, I would yeah. hate to rush it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah. For sure. All right. So, is there um, any way that we can follow you on social media, yeah. your organizations? So, you can follow me on social media uh, personally at officially underscore Asia Denise. Um, and that's on Instagram. And I'm just Asia Denise on uh, Facebook and Asia Denise on LinkedIn. Um, I'm out here in the community um, as a, you know, just I can I'm an entrepreneur and a lot of other things. But, you know, I consider myself an advocate for, uh, first um, and a servant leader. So I would love to be able to, you know, create spaces where we can, you know, create self-determination and self-empowerment for our people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have like spaces that I do that. So I don't want to go into all those spaces. But for okay. the most part, with the bills and the civic engagement and the cannabis, you can catch us at CESENV.org. Um, we meet every first Tuesday of the month. And then you can join um, our newsletter or our group, and that's how we can communicate. But yeah, like I'm very, very available. And I think that's what's great. We have like a big, small city. Like it's even our legislators are very available. Like they want to hear you. Like we found out that they're like, there's not enough chatter. Like what's going on? Like they want to hear our voices. So, all right. Well, here we go. Okay, I appreciate you taking time to uh, speak with me. Thank you again to the Business Entertainment West for the sponsorship. If anyone would like a mention or sponsorship, you can reach me at angiet.onair at gmail.com. Thank you, Wesley, in the sound room. If you'd like to run this episode back or if you missed any previous episodes, you can search Sativa Talk Podcast on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, and of course, UNLV's website. Uh, my Instagram is angiet underscore on air or angietom and on Facebook. I want to send my love and appreciation out to you guys for tuning in and I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.